Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Ahoy and welcome back to our Pirate Master Rewatch here on the RHAP Rewind. And here we are, chapter two of our four-part series, looking back at the 2007 CBS series Pirate Master. I am your captain, Rob Sestronino, back here to talk with you, joined by my first mate, my co-captain for... This voyage to look back at Pirate Master, the great Aaron Robertson. Aaron, how are you? Arr, I'm doing great. Um, excited to be in this this triad with you and our special guest here tonight. Yes, very excited to be here in the triad. I think we have a really fun group of episodes to talk about. Aaron, I don't know if you uh, broke this up the specific way, but I felt like that uh, episodes four, five, six, seven. This was like a good piece to break off to start with, like the introduction of a twist to go to the end of the story of a huge character on the show here in episode seven. So a lot of fun stuff to break down. And I'm very excited to be here with a man who covered Pirate Master in the real time here to tell us why X marks the spot. Here is the great host of why blank lost that he does every week during survivor during big brother with the great jessica lewis here is david bloomberg david how are you good good and you know rob if you are the father of this podcast (laughs) i feel like i'm the warrior and what's aaron I, I don't know. There's only two. Aaron yeah, probably has, two has the pardon. Yeah. He probably has the yeah. pardon and got out of there. Nessa? <laughs> okay. <laughs> David Bloomberg, how are you? Okay. Okay. So, uh, yeah, it was, uh, it was, uh, interesting to revisit, uh, Pirate Master. Yes. Um, from the, the time when I originally covered it, uh, did interviews with the, uh, Cast off, cast oh, adrift contestants for Pyromaster. Oh, I absolutely did. Okay. Yes. All right. Well, we're in for a treat here today. So this is the <laughs> second part of our series uh, talking about Pirate Master. Uh, this is all part of the RHAP Rewind, where each month we are going back and taking a look at a old show uh, from a day gone by. Last month looked at Kid Nation in uh, five parts. This is the second of four p- uh, parts of our Pirate Master. Uh, treasure that we are uncovering 
this uh, month here in February. If you want to subscribe to our podcast feed, just in case you want to go back and do a rewatch, uh, you can go ahead at your own pace. Subscribe at robinsonwebsite.com slash R-H-A-P Rewind. And just a, a little bit of a note up front, uh, one of the episodes, we have not had this yet, one of the episodes for this run, episode six, has been lost at sea. Nobody can find it. It's not on the internet. So our own Aaron Robertson, that he went ahead and did a Taryn morning update style retelling of episode six. So if you are here saying, hey, uh, I didn't get to watch episode six, we have a great story for you as Aaron will give you a retelling if you search for Pirate Master six on YouTube. And now for a generation to come, they will only know of Pirate Master Episode 6 as told by Aaron Robertson. You know, I love being able to pass down uh, the, the history of, mm-hmm. of Pirate Master lore. Yeah. So. Yes. Sam, make sure to put in the show notes on YouTube of that. Uh, if you, hey, if you're a future person watching Pirate Master, go to robbiswebsite.com slash RHAP Rewind for the podcasts all about this show. Okay. All right. That'll be great uh, lore for uh, generations to come. All right. So, David, were you, were you a Pirate Master stan at the time? Were you a big Pirate Master guy? I would not say. I don't think there was anyone who was a Pirate Master stan, which would explain its uh, cancellation. Mm. Um, but uh, it, it uh, even... Even my recapper, so I covered it partially, but I had someone else who was doing the the weekly recaps. And when I let her know, now I hadn't necessarily talked to her a whole lot um, in the last uh, many years, uh, but I sent her a message and said, hey, just so you know, we're we're covering this. And her response was something to the effect of, oh, my gosh, that was a terrible show. Um, (laughs) But uh, I have to say, watching it, Rewatching it now, I think I'm enjoying it more now than yeah. I did the first time. Um, maybe I'm just starved for reality TV entertainment. Mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah. know exactly why. So at the end of the last, uh, you know, our, our last block of episodes that we covered, we covered episodes one, two, and three. Aaron said, uh, "Trust me, it's gonna it's gonna get better." And you know, uh, no lies detected. Uh, like I'm actually yeah. ver- very into the game. You know. It is uh, strategy wise, a lot of interesting things going on on the ship, Aaron. Yeah. And it, and I feel I feel bad because, you know, a lot of viewers, you know, take a look at the first three episodes and kind of drop off. And, you know, with good reason, they, they aren't the strongest three episodes of the season. This is definitely um, a season that gets better the more the crew and production knows what they're doing and the more that the players and the pirates know what they're doing. So to come into this stretch of four episodes, a new twist is introduced and all of these dynamics and the crew is starting to figure out how to game these expeditions. I mean, a lot of things suddenly open up, especially, you know, we're starting here with what, 13 people and we're going to go down mm-hmm. to nine by the end of this. So yeah, it's definitely very uh, more developed as it goes on. Okay. 
Well, we have a lot to cover here, talking about uh, four different episodes here of Pirate Master. So uh, let's uh, dive in off the uh, plank and jump into our long boats and uh, cover this. I don't know how many uh, different Pirate Master metaphors we could be using. Again, <laughs> if you are looking for the episodes, if you want to watch any of this along, if you're listening and maybe want to go check it out. So everything is on YouTube and on Daily Motion, except for that episode number six, which Aaron had uh, the, uh, was so kind to uh, record for all these future generations. And so I guess uh, we're going to have some, uh, some interesting uh, politics going on here over uh, at the start of episode number four of uh, Azmuth's leadership is going to be uh, a storyline throughout these episodes, Aaron. So remind us, uh, where do we leave off at the end of episode number three? Yeah, so basically to set up episode four, um, during episode three, Jay approached Sean because Jay wanted to get rid of Cheryl. And Sean was like, "Mm, I don't really want to, but I will give you my word that I will. Cut to Pirate's Court. Sean's vote for Alexis, who he really wanted to get rid of, um, Sean did caused a tie and Asmuth just sent Alexis home thoroughly ruining Jay's plans. And so um, coming into this, Asmuth had also just taken over for Jodan who had been kind of hoarding a lot of the treasure for himself, not really politicking or using the money in any way. Whereas Asmuth was much more social with it. So yeah, that's where we come into this episode with. Okay. David, was all this familiar to you? Did it come back to you like riding a bike? Uh, some of it was familiar. Some of it, some of the people I remembered right away uh, when I started watching it. Uh, 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 Jodan, I remembered. Mm-hmm. Jay, I remembered. And uh, Rupert, I mean, Louis. Mm-hmm. Um, the, the women, not so much. Uh, there's, yeah. there, and, and that's, I think, one thing that I think hurt the season in general, and I think that that was, you know, uh, to jump ahead to the cancellation, you know, I, I do think that a lot of the contestants who were not memorable mm-hmm. were unfortunately among the women. Yeah. You know, Krista, Kendra, Laurel. I didn't remember any of them. Yes. And I, in, in two weeks, I won't remember any of them again. Yeah, this is a, a very good point. I mean, we're through seven episodes of uh, Pirate Master. There has not been a woman captain. Uh, the women feel very cast aside here. And just to speak to the triad of Laurel, Krista, and Kendra, that, look, maybe it's bad on me, but they, the three of them are indistinguishable in terms of like uh, fo- trying to follow this show. Like maybe all three of them we're just dreadful in the confessional and not giving the producers anything. But, you know, at least Jupiter has a different look. Nessa, she has uh, a li- she has her own storyline with all due respect to Nessa. But the three, it's Laurel and it's Crystal and it's Kendra. And Aaron, I, I can't tell any of them apart. And, you know, the thing is, too, is that the, the women outnumber the men for mm-hmm. a lot of these mm-hmm. episodes. And you would think that just from the sheer plurality of them being there that somebody's, you know, going to be memorable. But 
just due to the format of the show, due to the captain always being um, a guy and for the better part, choosing mostly guy officers with him with the occasional, you know, maybe a, like a Nessa or a Jupiter here and there or a Cheryl, you're not going to really see any of these women other than playing the expeditions where they're often looked at as the more um, weaker competitors, unfortunately. So, yeah, I, I really wish we got to see more of them, but we just haven't so far. Okay. So, let's get into our story here in episode four. Uh, Azmuth's uh, ship is uh, more of a, of a party boat, Aaron. Uh, you know, like, <laughs> I feel like that in the first couple episodes, it was like, hey, Azmuth, he's a fair captain, but also he is not doing a great job of sort of like leading the group. No, you know, as we mentioned last week, that, that HOS Itis, the head of ship Itis, is really, really, really getting to Asmith very, very quickly. Um, and even though he's being more fair than previous captains, it's very easy to kind of get into that captain role and wanting to order everybody around and eating good food and not having to sleep in the crew. So, yeah, <laughs> he, got, he got himself caught up in it. Mm-hmm. So. All right, chest of Zanzibar time, and let's take a look at uh, what's going on. Uh, we have something about the the ship's master craftsman. David, are you ever, ever able to follow like the legend of uh, what part of the compartment they open? No, um, I mean the only one that I paid any attention to, which is uh, not in this episode, was one where they said the guy was was a, uh, a you know problem gambler and i expected them to get to the treasure and find out that it was empty because he had gambled it all away uh but they so they didn't even link that one when when we get to that one otherwise it just seems to be fairly pointless mm-hmm. okay yeah in terms of uh the amounts of money i wish that this week's and next week's money amounts were swapped i didn't really I mean, I understand introducing a twist. Maybe the treasure was was a lot less this mm-hmm. week, but still, yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, um, let's uh, get into the uh, story of going to go out and uh, look for the treasure. Aaron, you did such a great job of the retelling. Could you take us through the adventure? Yeah. <laughs> so basically, um, they all have to get in these boats and they have to row to shore. And they got to find this anchor on the beach where they're going to find this trail into the jungle. And this week's sabotage is this. This looks dangerous to me. It's this huge pile of coconuts. They're just stacked on each other. And basically, um, the black crew starts to pass the red crew and they sabotage them. And you hear this kind of Wilhelm scream mm-hmm. of joy just being... I don't even know, like, uh, like it's some sort of pseudo avalanche just swept away by these coconuts as they're rolling in. I mean, it was, it was wild. And essentially they have to go to this cave. Asmuth decides to go in and they have to use reflections because the master craftsmen like to look at his reflection of where to go. And Asmuth feels confident, takes the black crew somewhere. <laughs> Meanwhile, the red crew comes in. And, you know, Ben's thinking, okay, I think Asmuth might have made a mistake on the red team. I mean, on the black team, let me take the red team to where it really is. 
And the red team gets to the beach and finds where to dig. And the black team's like, oh, Asmuth has been leading us on this goose chase. Jay and Krista aren't feeling too happy. Um, they both get to the beach and are digging. But uh, it is the red crew that's going to take this out here and find the buried treasure. Yeah, David Asmuth uh, leads his team astray. Yeah, well, you know, he uh, he was the only one who went down there and, and saw the place on the map and then took off for the wrong the wrong direction. Mm-hmm. Aaron, did Louis grab somebody's butt also on this adventure? <laughs> yes, he did. He grabbed Nessa. Yeah. And Nessa was like, did you just grab my butt? And he said, yeah, and I'll do it again if you fall behind. And I was like, <laughs> yeah, uh, Louis, no. I don't know Louis, about Louis, this, Louis. No, no. <laughs> Louis. We did actually get a lot of Nessa this episode, which I was uh, I was happy to see some more um, yeah, development for her. They're, they're, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Making it out to be the the flirt of the ship. So. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. So uh, this is going to come up a couple times where both teams are like digging at the same spot. Uh, this time, okay. Uh, we got the uh, red crew get it, and so we have a new team that is going to come into power. So uh, Asmith is out as the leader, and the uh, red team gets to open the chest. And uh, David, it's not that big of a haul. No, no, not at all. It's a it, but it has the pardon. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's so. a secret compartment, and there's a pardon. I think it's only five thousand mm-hmm. dollars there yeah. uh, that is awarded. And you know, I always think it's weird, Aaron, that they end up like I feel like this feels like a a broken mechanic of the game of like, all right, let's count the count the money, like, uh, and now let's elect the leader of like who's going to be. Uh, like it, it just seems weird of like okay now we know how much money there is and then also we have the whole thing where it's gonna be now like uh, the captain gets 50% of the money yeah I mean getting 2500 and then the other two officers getting 1250 mm-hmm. and then the, the other few members have to share 1250 maybe like a few hundred bucks between themselves mm-hmm I mean, even when Louis split it evenly, it's like $866. It's not that much. So I, I yeah. would have been mad if this is the first treasure that I found. But Louis's been winning all, won all four weeks yeah. so far. So. Yeah. And I mean, Louis actually was better off as captain for this particular one because he split up the small amount and he was he could be all magnanimous and say, here, I'm splitting this up evenly. But then he got all the money for the pardon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's true. Because whoever bid on it has to pay the holder of it. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I just think it's weird, though. That you count the money and then you vote who's going to get the most of it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that, that, is, that is a weird element. I feel like it would be interesting for them to decide the captain and be like, look how much you won. You won $5,000. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so Louis is the new captain, and he has uh, two new officers. Uh, Sean and Nessa are going to be in Louis's cabinet, and then he is the holder of the captain's pardon, which is a new twist to the game that we'll see play out. And Aaron, I did think that this helped Pirate Master. This uh, gave it some juice. 
It really does. Um, it's another way for players to spend money. And even though Louis, you know, got the lowest treasure amount as a captain so far, um, the highest bidder has to pay him for this mm-hmm. pardon. So it, he's going to walk away with probably much more change than maybe he would have um, had he just gotten a regular treasure. Yep. David, basically, we have our version of the hidden immunity idol uh, here in Pirate Master. And basically, it has to get used or bought in every single round. You can't have it in back-to-back rounds. I thought that this really did help create some uh, interesting strategy going on. It did. And, it, you know, the, the one thing that's not necessarily great is it helps the rich people uh, stay around. I mean, how ridiculous is it to ever think that getting a pardon would be based on if you have a lot of money or mm-hmm. not? Yeah. You know, that poor people can't get pardons whether or not they deserve them. But um, it does set up that interesting, as we'll see, you know, back and forth um, where you even, you know, later will have money being loaned and and it, you know, the money and the pardon just keeps going back and forth. Okay. So, all right. Louis has uh, one target in mind, Aaron, that he is still not happy with Joe Don. Yeah. Uh, this harkens back all the way back to the first episode where Joe Don, or first two episodes, really, where Joe Don just hoarded half the treasure and didn't really think about using any of it except for maybe influencing Jay and a little bit Sean. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, Louis as a crew member was like, you're not sharing the money, you're not being generous as a captain, gotta get rid of you now. Yeah. And David, we see Joe Don try to, you know, exploit this relationship that he has with Jay, where, you know, he's trying, he feels like he can bribe Jay. It, he, like, Jay will take his money, but does not actually do anything that Joe Don wants him to do. Uh, but, uh, Joe Don thinks that, okay, Jay, can you get Louis off my back? Yeah. And it was, I mean, it was one thing. Jay was perfectly willing to work with Jodan when he was in power. But now that he's not in power and he's telling him, you need to do this or else. I mean, Jay basically told him to stick it. Mm -hmm. And I think he was absolutely right to do it. Yeah. Uh, Jay is even going to try to outbid Jodan for the pardon because he wants Jodan to go home. He's going to bid $6,001. I like that we're getting <laughs> the prices right bidding strategy going here in Pirate Master. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also an interesting thing, too, where um, as far as nominating people for black spots, because let's say you're trying to target Jodan. I mean, you can make him buy the pardon. He can't use it next week. So he's going to be a lot more vulnerable and he'll have less money. So um, you can kind of go about it one or two ways here. Okay. So Louis is meeting with uh, the cabinet and seeing uh, what he wants to do. They want to get rid of Joe Don, but if they can't get Joe Don, they will get Cheryl, who was uh, served in Joe Don's cabinet. Uh, that's, that's what they'll do. And really, Cheryl, I, I do think, kind of gets a raw deal in that, you know, we never saw Cheryl, like, actually do anything wrong or say, like, uh, you know, a crossword to anybody. She's just guilty by association. Yeah. And when I interviewed her, that's basically what she said. It was just like, look, I was told, go, you know, by, by 
Jodan to uh, go and and uh, you know do this and assign these tasks, and she did it, and she thought that's what she was supposed to do. Whereas Ben kind of hung around in the background at that point, and so she she got the blame for that. Yeah. All right. We're going to give out our summonses with the black spots. Uh, Asmith gets one. Cheryl gets one. She was not happy. Uh, and then Jodon gets one. <laughs> and Jupiter says uh, Cheryl's in a bad uh, position here because, you know, if something happens with Jodon where he doesn't stay up there, it could be Cheryl going home. Yeah. And there's also um, the caveat, too, where. If Jodan does get the pardon, he's going to be vulnerable next week anyway. So it could be better to get rid of the person that you think is not going to get the pardon. Mm-hmm. Yeah, basically vote splitting. Okay. First, yeah. uh, first instance of uh, idle vote splitting here. All right. You want to go to pirate court? David, you like pirate court? I think it's kind of a silly name, but then I guess so, you know, we probably thought Tribal Council was a silly name when it first started, too, so. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, we have Pirate Court, Aaron, and our first chance to see the Royal Pardon in action. And, you know, we get yeah. some good, like, uh, tension here between the the, the Louie and Jodon uh, story is a great one. It's an incredible story for Pirate Master. I think that this is this relationship, Jodon and Louie, I think is the best thing in the whole show, Aaron. <laughs> I really like it because because Pirate Master is so fluid and sometimes you're on the same team, sometimes you're not, and you could easily be in power or not. Mm-hmm. It's, it kind of forces people, especially adversaries, to kind of... Uh, uh, really assess their position every round and kind of reset how they feel about each other. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and Louis makes this, uh, you know, uh, statement to the pirates and says like, hey, look, the crew has the right to test the captain. And Louis will say this a lot of, I'm ready for the test. Give me the test. And he feels like when you were the captain, then you should stand trial after you get done being the captain, David, it turns out you can stand trial after you get done being the leader. <laughs> you, that, no, and that's I, I how you stay so. accountable for your actions. Yes. I, I, I don't think so. That's uh, against the pirate constitution. Mm, yeah. So uh, that it's, it's, it's interesting. And he says that he doesn't like uh, Joe Don and even uh, the, the, the host Dado. Says, but Louie, look, that you're saying Jodon takes too much money, but those are the rules of the show. Yeah. And, you know, when I interviewed uh, Jodon, he he said that basically was, hey, I, you know, I, I just was told what to do here. I I took the role seriously. I had a military background and that's what I related it to. Uh, and now I pointed out to him pirate ship is not the military and he was like well we don't really know what they were like 200 years ago so (laughs) maybe it was a military structure and he said you know you you put on that that coat you have more duties and he didn't regret not sharing it he Mm -hmm. said he was told the rules were the captain got 50 percent it was not clear to him you could divvy it up Uh, he said he was even warned by production 
and they suggested he not spend any of the money on the crew. So, you know, he mm-hmm. was doing when he said there, hey, those were the rules. I got 50 percent. Don't take it out on me. He was still saying the same thing, you know, after after everything was over. Mm-hmm. OK, Aaron, this is my favorite part of Pirate Court. Defend yourself, everyone. I love the defense. And actually, um, hearing, hearing Cheryl defend herself and then hearing Nessa's response to that was probably really illuminating as to maybe why Cheryl was being targeted in particular, especially over Ben. Um, mm-hmm. maybe just in the sense that a lot of the crew during those first couple of episodes felt very alienated by, you know, the captain, the officers that didn't really sleep down there, didn't really interact with them much. They were just sort of giving these orders and just kind of mm-hmm. following what was what was being said um and i just being able to hear everybody out and there's no set rules of only the nominees can talk or only you know this i feel like makes for perfect like this if we had this earlier mm-hmm. in the show i think it would have been much more electric yeah um azmuth says uh that he plans to be here as uh, wrong as possible. He's up there because I guess he blew it in uh, the challenge. Uh, that Cameron Datto star- goes to Cheryl and says, uh, Cheryl, this is two weeks in a row now for you. Uh, and Cheryl's not happy to be up here just because she associated with Jodon. Vanessa says, no, it was more that you didn't make, uh, you weren't about team that teamwork. Yeah, I think that she fell into the same thing as uh, Jodan, that, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, nobody knew what was going on with their roles at the beginning. And another thing that Jodan said, and I would imagine Cheryl also believed, he was under the impression he was going to be captain for the whole show. Mm -hmm. Oh, you know, and Mm -hmm. and so he was told, he said that he told me that he was told by production the only way he could lose the captaincy was through mutiny. Mm-hmm. And so he didn't know he could lose it at the next, uh, you know, whatever challenge. Well, why'd they lie to him? I, he must have misunderstood. I mm-hmm. can't believe that they were just on the fly <laughs> thinking, oh, well, maybe we'll change this because we don't really want him captain the whole time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but if they all thought that they were just going to be together as officers the whole time, well, then why intermingle with the, with the rest of the, uh, mm-hmm. of the riffraff? Joe Don's like, this game is very easy. That I mean, I'm the captain. (laughs) I have my own room. I get to eat whatever I want. And they're like, how's anybody going to beat me? Yeah. Yeah. This Mm -hmm. isn't Kid Nation. Your roles aren't permanent until they decide not to make Mm -hmm. it permanent. You know, there's a chance for you to lose it. Aaron, Joe Don is so good at pirate court uh, because that he just see, he stands there and he gives like great speeches. Joe Don is the uh, best (laughs) at the pirate court. (laughs) Yes. I loved, I loved his speech. You know, like, you know, you're you're pissed at me for something I think is wrong, man. You know, you're mad at me for one reason. That's money. You know, I, I took all that money at the beginning and, and you're just mad at me for that. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't get why you'd be mad at me. But I mean, I took all the money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Don't don't vote me. He calls out Louis. He says, you're an angry <laughs> captain. Do you think if people are ha- trying to keep people happy around here? They're not happy around here. I never promised you I'd split the money. I don't deserve what you're throwing at me. Like, I'm above this, Louis. Yeah. I'm not going to stoop to your level. He knows he's got the royal pardon. He knows he bid <laughs> $7,000 to get it. 
And so he gets the pardon. I really, I like how they do this. So then, okay. So now they, they dole out the pardon. Jodon got it. But then David, the host, Cameron Datto, he makes you feel like an idiot right away. He says, <laughs> you paid $7,000 for the pardon, but you didn't need it. It's like, oh, I wasted my money. Sometimes I wish we would get that on other shows. Like, uh, you played an idol, but you didn't need it. You didn't get yeah. it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, I, I think that you know, if this show had gone on for multiple seasons, you probably would have then had, you know, kind of the double bluff going on. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to, you know, bid all my money to get the pardon. Oh, but wait, now I know you're not going to vote for me Mm -hmm. if if I do that. Mm -hmm. So I won't spend it. And then the next season, you know, it's, well, but wait, the third level thinking here, but they know that I I know that I won't get it. So they will vote for, you know, so uh, we, we just missed out on all that strategy by the, by the show, not continuing. But, Aaron, it been wild. the show does make some weird decisions here. So it's like they want to say, okay, Jodan, you didn't need the pardon. Okay, go sit down. Okay. All right. But then it's like, okay, now he's like, he's looking at Azmith and Cheryl's like, it's a four to three vote. I can tell you that right now. But it was a four to three vote from Cheryl and Jodan. Like, Azmith <laughs> wasn't in the four to three vote. Yeah, that was, that was weird. And maybe it was because. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, maybe it was because it was it was a four to three vote, and Jodan didn't go home. That they really just wanted to mm-hmm. stick it, yeah, stick it to I him mean, and say you spent money on a part and you didn't need. Yes, uh, I don't know why they do, like don't say that he didn't need it until after. I guess he can't he can't go home, um, and it's Cheryl no matter what at that point if they like tell Asmith. But I don't know. It was weird. Asmith didn't get any votes. It was a four to three vote. Uh, Cheryl got four. Louie's gonna uh, cut her loose, and uh, Cheryl is eliminated from Pirate Master. Okay. Now, for people who have not been following Pirate Master uh, very closely, that there is actually some very sad uh, news about, or a sad story, as part of this Pirate Master uh, story that we're looking back at. And uh, within a few months of Pirate Master airing cheryl actually committed suicide and i don't think that we have all of the particulars about what was going on in her life but there are some people who said that she was not happy with uh some news articles that were uh written about her and also Mm -hmm. uh how things went on the show um I, I didn't see anything that seemed like that she got a bad edit on the show but i also don't know the types of things that people were saying about her uh, at the time. Uh, as we're talking about this, let me also uh, give you, uh, the listeners, uh, the phone number for the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, which is 1-800-273-8255, 1-800-273-8255. And David, do you have any sort of insight about uh, w- uh, what was going on here around this time in 2007? Yeah, um, we we came to find out that her boyfriend had actually committed suicide two months earlier. Mm-hmm. Um, so she was watching the show. He had just uh, committed suicide himself. 
She did all of the press. There was no indication when I interviewed her, when anyone else did, that she was going through these uh, troubled times. But I do think the, the fact that it was getting bad reviews, it was getting low ratings. She made a comment that it was a contentious point between her and her boyfriend. I don't know if he didn't want her to go or something else, but it just it seemed like it brought it back up. Because she was post, she posted that on uh, Nessa's MySpace mm-hmm. uh, page a few days after doing press, and so, and then it was Nessa who actually broke the news on the Pirate Master Facebook group uh, to say, you know, what had happened. Um, but beyond that, all we know is she, you know, she had, in retrospect, there were some signs where she said, again, on that on Nessa's MySpace page, I've lost the strong Cheryl. I'm just floating around lost. Mm-hmm. So she said some things that were indicative of, of being depressed just before uh, it happened, which she actually committed suicide a week after the show was canceled, mm-hmm. roughly a week. Um, but just before it happened, she went on a bunch of their pages and posted about you know good things like uh complimenting them and then unfortunately mm-hmm. um y- you know she went ahead and uh and like you said there aren't there aren't many details uh, mm-hmm. which you know we don't need details so that's fine yeah so uh you know it's re- a tragedy um you know uh i had not known this uh story about it but it was something that uh, came across in sort of like our research of uh, like that this was a thing that happened as, as part of this show. Aaron, uh, do you have any other thoughts on this? Yeah. I mean, I, I can't imagine what it's like for anybody. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, I mean, reality TV can be a, a life changing experience either way. Mm-hmm. And I, I commend those that are able to, to go out and do that because you're kind of, um, I mean, some part of yourself will always be out there. I mean, my thoughts are with our families and, and friends since that point. I mean, it's, it's hard to form, to form words about yeah. something like this, but, um, yeah, it, it, this is a very tough experience. And the fact that everybody was able to, to come together to, to do this show, mm-hmm. you know, whether it failed or succeeded, you know, that, that, that should be commended. Okay. Um, let me, uh, give out that number uh, one more time for the National Suicide Prevention Hotline, uh, 1-800-273-8255. All right, uh, let's talk about episode number five of Pirate Master. And uh, we're seeing a little bit about Jodon, how he bought the pardon. He didn't need to. David, do you like sort of like the game mechanic here of, okay, so... When Jodon bought the pardon, he bought the pardon from the captain. He had to pay $7,000 to Louis. I love it. Okay. But now, Jodon, whether or not he needed the pardon or not, now, I understand if he didn't play it, then he could resell it. But it seems like either way, it's like he got it, and now he's going to get money from the next person that wants it. So it's almost like, to me, there's like, Practically, like, no, uh, like, uh, nothing you're losing by going after yeah. the pardon. Right. I, I mean, and that's kind of what I said earlier about it being, you know, the rich can just keep doing it. And so he had the most money. He could outbid anyone. 
Now, someone else with a bunch of money is going to buy it from him and it can just keep happening. Uh, it would have been interesting if they always had to buy it from the captain, if it was like mm-hmm. the captain's pardon instead oh, of yeah. the governor's pardon. I think that would be better. Yeah. Yeah. Because then it would also make electing the captain much more important, um, you know, because you don't want to give them too much money because they're already getting a lot of money. So, um, yeah, it could really play into be- anything that gives players more choices is always a good thing. Right. And it's not an investment. You know, okay, I buy it and either it, it saves me, in which case it's an investment because I can go on to win more money. Or if it doesn't save me, maybe someone will bid even higher next time and I've made money on the mm-hmm. whole deal. You can flip it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, we're seeing a little bit of Nessa that uh, part of her storyline is certainly uh, that people are saying that she's flirting with a lot of the different other uh, uh, pirates that are on the ship. Looks like she's uh, bunking up with Ben here, David. Uh, yeah, I mean, it. by the end there, she's uh, she's only got eyes for one man. Mm-hmm. But, yeah. Um, <laughs> you know, I, I think they probably, uh, the producers probably made more of that than it was Maybe. actually, because from what I've heard, uh, Jodan and Nessa were an item even before that yes. point. Okay, well, Aaron, there's one guy who doesn't like this game Nessa's playing. That's Sean. He doesn't like this flirt card, and he's arguing with uh, Nessa, and she is not digging Sean. Sean versus Nessa. Yeah, this, from Sean's point of view, I didn't really understand why he was going so hard after Nessa. It makes me kind of think that I wonder if something had happened between Sean mm-hmm. and Nessa earlier that would make him want to go after her. Like, cause they were just officers together. And like now all of a sudden now you're mad at, ne- like, I didn't, I didn't really understand quite where he was coming from. And Nessa had a good point. You know, Sean just betrayed a whole other side of people when he said that he was going to vote for Cheryl and he didn't. And then the other side voted Cheryl out anyway, the next week. So I, you know, what is what is he arguing with her about? Mm-hmm. It really makes sense to me. Um, we know one person that has Sean's back. It's Jupiter. Mm-hmm. Yes, uh, Jupiter. She is uh, clearly in Sean's corner now. Is that the Kitchen Alliance, Aaron? Galley. I would call it the Kitchen Alliance. Yes. Yeah, because uh, both both uh, Jupiter and Sean are loosely connected with the the Triad. They had sort of been working with them since the beginning so mm-hmm. it, it's a, it's on a ship it's a galley you, you yeah. got to use the right terminology there okay <laughs> i think i think the yeah the cook is the best <laughs> position i would say on the ship yeah no kidding yeah okay all right pirates to the deck let's get going we're down to 12 no. chest of zanzibar time and so we have the pilot of the ship that he was a gambler his he loves blackjack the, that old pirate game, Blackjack. Uh, and so we're going off to go find the pilot's treasure. Okay. Um, Aaron, you do such a great job of describing the action on the beach. Because it's all a blur to me. Can you yeah, take us through it? Yeah. yeah, so we come to this week's expedition. And basically, it's a lot of... Uh, goose chase through the forest and they have to get this spyglass 
and then hop into this long boat to find mm-hmm. a heart that's going to lead to the next clue. Mm-hmm. However, when trekking through the forest, uh, Louis gets the Black Crew's spyglass wet, so they can't even use it to find the thing. And but they so, didn't even need it. No. No. They just used a little logic and figured mm-hmm. it out. Yeah. yeah. And then they both eventually find the island and hike up the steep hill, and they unearth this casket. And they basically says the post point to heaven is a palm tree in the sky. Underneath its branches is where my treasure lies. And they spot a palm tree on a hill, and they're like, that's where the treasure is. Mm-hmm. And so both teams eventually get there. And Krista, I will say, Krista is very, very good at finding where the treasure is. Now, securing a win with that knowledge, <laughs> on the other hand, mm-hmm. uh, maybe not so much. Um, but basically, Krista started to dig a hole. And she was like, mm, I mean, I know it's probably here, but it, I, I can't find it. So she moves off to do something else. Jay just comes in. Digs mm-hmm. in that same spot where Krista was because he's like, oh, it's probably there. She just didn't dig far enough. And lo and behold, he finds it. And Krista's frustrated. Yet yet again, she knew where it was, but just was so close to winning, but didn't get it. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Red so red team victory. Uh, David, anything stand out to you from this mission? No. Yeah. No. I, I mean, it, I, I think that Aaron Aaron said it best. There was a lot of running through the jungle, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, and yeah. I think that that's the truth for a lot of these challenges yeah. is, OK, go out there, run through the jungle, dig, maybe do a little climbing, do some running, maybe occasionally throw in some swimming, but mostly just running around. <laughs> yeah. No, the stuff on the pirate ship is interesting. Yeah. The stuff that where they leave the pirate ship to go in the jungle. It's a lot of like, was that a skull? What's going on? OK. All right, they're digging, digging, digging. All right, are they in the right place? Who knows? Yeah. <laughs> There's an anchor. Oh, they found it? Oh, it's over? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Red team has won. We have new leadership, and we have sort of the beginning of a thawing with Louis mm-hmm. and Jodan. Now, they're both back to officers. Aaron, they've both had their taste of power, and the feud is over. Yeah. He, his vendetta is gone. He doesn't really have it anymore. So, um, which is good because they're going to be pretty soon in, in this odd, um, position. And, and maybe, you know, it's kind of smart of Asmuth here, just knowing that the tribes are all tribe, that the uh, crews, are, <laughs> <laughs> that the crews are always going to be split up, um, evenly and, you know, evenly mm-hmm. matched. You know, if you have three guys locked in as officers and will always be on one team, that's going to force all of the other guys to be automatically on on the Red Crew. So it's mm-hmm. kind of lumping Louis and Jodan together by default. Yeah. And I, I when I asked when I when I interviewed Jodan, I said, you know. How did you overcome what, you know, Louis's anger for you and. He said he just beat Louis with love and brought to light how Louis was mad about the wrong things. He said, I shone the light on him and brought him out. And eventually he said, this is wrong and I'm sorry. It was a really beautiful time when that happened. Mm-hmm. Wow. Wow. Awesome. What a bromance. Yeah. Louis and Jodan. <laughs> this is great. I, I love century. these two together. This was now I felt like, okay, oh, I'm, this is, I'm really in. I love this. Okay. So, uh, meanwhile, 
the new administration counts out the gold, uh, 40K, $40,000. Aaron, I like that at, at some point we've added like the 500 uh, piece to it where it's like, <laughs> it's not like stacks of pennies anymore. Yeah, thank goodness they did that because I was like, I mean, I know you need change or mm-hmm. you know, maybe if you want to you know, <laughs> separate this out properly. But in terms of counting, I don't think we really need to see, you know, every single solitary penny of this $40,000. Yeah. Okay. We need a new leader. And David, Asmith is is back. He is. You know, he did such a great job the first time that they, they brought, they wanted the British accent, you know, they, they wanted, so. uh, they wanted more of that. So, all right. Asmith is back and he's going to pick two officers, Ben and Jay. David, how does this guy, Ben, he, does anybody remember? He was in the Jodan administration. Yeah. He just, he just managed to lay low and, and, uh, you know, not, he's a floater not get caught up with that. Yeah. He, he was in the administration, but he he didn't get in trouble when uh, things went awry. Yeah, Aaron, how's this guy doing it? I I could not tell you. <laughs> I mean, there there has to be something very special about Ben. To out of these seven episodes that we've watched, he's been an officer for five of them, and mm-hmm. wasn't even nominated in the two weeks that he was not an officer. It's it's bonkers to me how Ben could survive through these multiple administrations but he's there yeah nobody ever says a bad word about him no yeah okay i mean he's that he just he's an officer that's really all we know about him you know he's not getting much more than the laurels and the christas of the world but yeah he's there he's part of it That he is okay all right um but i'm feeling like okay this is not going to be so great for sean here because that we saw that uh, you know, Nessa is friendly with all these guys, and then she already had it out with Sean. I'm feeling like that. Uh, he is somebody who is uh, butted heads. Um, we're, I'm worried about Sean at this point, even though he's uh, giving us some drama. Yeah, especially since also these three, um, y- you know, this triad, this forming of Asmuth, Ben, and Jay are going to try to stack the deck essentially you know, for as long as they can to make sure that, hey, we want to keep winning. Mm-hmm. You know, let's get rid of the yeah. other team's guys. So, yeah, Sean yes. is probably very vulnerable. And especially that yeah. uh, Jay has no love for Sean. Nope. Right. No. Right. But, I mean, the whole the whole thing with Sean, uh, Sean against Nessa, that this episode and, and that relationship or lack thereof what contained my most vivid memory of the show. Yes. And that is, of course, the spy roof. Yes. Yes. That was uh, my memory of this show. You know, when I said earlier, yeah. Right. As soon as someone, if someone said to me, what do you remember about Pirate Master? I would have said, now I wouldn't have remembered her name, but it was at Nessa lying on the roof. And I believe it was the galley roof eavesdropping on yes. Sean and Jupiter. Yes. Mm-hmm. That, so that's what's going to happen. Nessa, she's in the up in the spy shack and mm-hmm. she's listening in on Sean and Jupiter. And they're talking about Nessa, and they're talking about how that should that they they should buy the pardon. Got to do it. <laughs> yeah, try to outbid her, mm-hmm. and she's like, you know, the people that are out to get me better hope I don't win because yeah. if I do, they're going down in a heartbeat. So 
Very vital information for NASA there. Eric, I have a question about life on the ship because that we have a lot of talk about the gruel, about the rations. (laughs) But then at the same time, like here in this scene, Sean and Jupiter, like each have a bottle of wine. Is, Is it? unlimited drinks like the food is limited but you can you know basically have as much alcohol as you want i think this is more akin to them being the cooks in the kitchen and kind of being able to you know eat some of the good food maybe not Mm -hmm. as much as the captain but like i can i can sneak a bottle or two here because i'm the one handling all the food or you know yeah so is it cooking wine they were they were drinking cooking wine is that what they were yeah you know just do a splash (laughs) there and then oh you know i just used a lot of wine in this stock this tonight let me just take the rest yeah there's a lot of access to rum oh yeah yeah Mm -hmm. okay (laughs) all right next day pirate breakfast nessa is talking to jodan about the pardon and jodan doesn't want to see her go because that's we'll find out that there's uh, some chemistry there Mm. jodan is going to offer to give nessa some money so that she can have the pardon okay so now David, we have people like colluding to get the pardons. Right. I mean, he's giving her the money so she can give it back to him. And this is, again, part of the whole problem that we were talking about earlier, that the money goes to the holder of it. Would he have done that if the money would have gone to Azmuth instead? Yeah, I mean, maybe. I don't, I don't know what those two had at the time. Um, but uh, in terms of their relationship, I mean, but. You know, this way, it's it's a great deal. Hey, here's money that you're going to pay back to me. It, mm-hmm. It's a no-lose situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you're working with the same money every time, mm-hmm. pretty much. Yeah. Basically, like, let me make this uh, cheaper for you so Sean can't afford it. And then also, let me get keep you in the game and then get rid of the guy that I don't want. It doesn't cost him anything. Yeah. All right. So... We're seeing uh, Jay trying to control things. Uh, he's trying to give some advice to Krista. Aaron, what, what does Jay want here? Vote out Sean? I, yeah, so basically, um, Laurel, uh, well, I think Jay was trying to give some advice to Laurel here. Um, correct? Was it not Krista? Yes. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Felt- so, oh, sorry, everybody. I got Krista and Laurel confused. <laughs> well, how could you possibly yes. do that? They're they're so well, different. Yeah. So basically, uh, Laura's Laurel's whole storyline thus far that we will see is um, Laurel's not really with anybody, not really right. taking any sides, and Jay is like, I have some type of direct or indirect influence with everybody except for Laurel. And Laurel's like, Jay is just, just seems like he's lying to me every time. He's not really sincere, trying to give me advice. And she is not getting good advice from Jay at all, with good mm-hmm. reason. And uh, yeah, refuses to really kind of listen to what he wants to do here. Yeah. All right. Time for some black spot deliberation. And Aaron, you can be very happy to know that the Asmith accent is back. I'm so excited it's here, you know, being able to hear him sort of deliberate <laughs> yes. and pick people for black spots. <laughs> yes. David, only when he's the captain, he has the accent. Like the blue jacket goes on and then he turns the, into yeah. a different person. The blue jacket con- conveys, uh, uh, confers an accent upon him. And it's sort of British. It's sort of not. 
my recapper at the time compared it to Madonna's England via mm-hmm. Detroit uh, <laughs> accent that she was putting on for a while there. Mm-hmm. So maybe that's where he got the idea from Madonna. Okay. Um, they've got their eyes on Sean. Uh, Krista is going to get one. And Louis said, hey, test me after I'm the captain. You know, you got to give you a freebie. Put me up there after mm-hmm. I get done. Nessa. And you mean Laurel instead of Chris. Is it, is it Laurel? <laughs> it's Laurel. I'm yes, sorry. Yes, I'm, not doing, it on like people, I'm not doing it on purpose. Yeah, so okay. the, the people that Jay does not have influence over, Sean, who betrayed him, and Laurel, who he has no influence over at all, mm-hmm. he's kind of pushing Asmith to put them up. Um, mm-hmm. And then Louis sort of like a place. Yeah. Honestly, right. I'm confused because this is, is this the first time Laurel has been on the screen? Yeah. I mean, she must have been on the screen at some point, but I don't know that her name yeah. was. Has she well, gotten you, a, a confession? Yeah, you've talked before about her. her. You've talked about her because you said uh, uh, Laurel is, you know, Laurel is she always the no one who, yeah. who gets no votes with two guys. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so, all right. Nessa was chuffed to bits that she <laughs> did not get up uh, in the big three. No black spot. Yeah, I mean, she did what she needed to do, I guess. Yeah, okay. Uh, and and Laurel feels like that Jay has a thing against her. Okay, so now I've I've got it, I've got it right in my notes. I, I realize that there's a difference between Laurel and Krista. Um, Aaron, Asmith, Ben, and Jay refer to themselves as the three amigos. Here, are they trying on new nicknames for this group? Yeah. Um, they they go through a lot of names. The triad ultimately is going to be what sticks. That's what sticks. Uh, but yeah, that, okay. that's sort of what they're calling themselves here. Okay. All right. Um, Jodon and Louis are going to talk. Uh, and Jodon is trying to tell Louis about Nessa getting the part. Louis is a little worried, I think, because Louis is, is up on the block here, David. Yeah, I mean, you never want to be up there, although he did put himself there by saying, well, you should, mm-hmm. you should put me there. But he was, he was always just a pawn. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, according to Jay, the target is going to be Sean. Uh, Jupiter is not going to vote for him. Uh, Sean could be in big trouble if he doesn't get the pardon. So let's go to pirate court. All right. Um, you have to pay Jodon for the pardon. Uh, Louis, he, well, you know, according to Asmith, has to go up there because every captain should be up on the stand. Laurel is too middle of the road, according to Asmith. And Sean, uh, you know, needs a chance to clear the air. That's, uh, according, according to Asmith. All right. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's talk defend yourself time. All right. Mm-hmm. David, Louis, uh, is ready to take the test. Yeah, I honestly, I don't remember what Louis said. Yeah. Uh, you know, it was because I knew he was a pawn here. Mm-hmm. I knew it didn't matter. Um, you know, I thought that the whole Laurel Asmuth thing was was more amusing, um, uh, you know, to jump to what she said, where she called out Asmuth for how dare you say that I'm not on a side? What sides are you talking about here? You know, there's, there's know no we're on sides. sides? Yeah, and it's like you, you know you're playing a game, right? You you do realize that, but then Asmuth backed off. Oh, side? Did I say side? Yeah, I didn't I mean side. Outside. I you know no, she didn't have a side, mm-hmm. and 
from the interviews I did when they talked about things, you know, I said, were there sides forming? And they said, yeah, there were sides. And several of the women like Laurel and probably the other ones we keep confusing her with, um, they really did kind of, you know, blow with the wind or, or not pick a side. So for her to act that way was, was just silly and showed, you know, do, do you know there's a game going on here? Mm-hmm. All right. Sean, he wants to run with this crew. He wants to bleed with this crew. He <laughs> wants to cook for you. Aaron, I'm not sure I want my cook to also be bleeding. <laughs> yeah, it seems a little bit unsafe, you know, a little unsanitary. I mean, mm-hmm. I know being out on a pirate ship in the middle of the ocean may not be the most sanitary place all the time, <laughs> mm-hmm. but still, uh, if we could have the least amount of blood possible, that would be great. Yeah, yeah. I don't mind a rare steak, but yeah, I don't want the cook <laughs> bleeding. No, we don't, we don't need that mixed in there. Ideally not. Ideally not. All right. Uh, who's the highest bidder? Uh, oh, it's Nessa. Oh, no, that's not yeah. good, Sean. That's not good. Okay. Yeah. And there's no ballots for the mutiny. And once again, Laurel gets no votes. <laughs> Nobody ever votes for Laurel. Okay. That's right. All right. It's Sean versus Louie. And Sean uh, got the most, the most ballots. Uh, $9,000 for the pardon for Nessa. Cut this pirate adrift, will you? Aaron, how did the votes go here? So, everybody voted for Sean except for Jupiter. Mm-hmm. We didn't want to vote for Sean being, you know, co-cooks and everything. So, Jupiter voted for Louie. Okay. Yep. Jupiter, she was a, a Sean stan. She loved him. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, could not have him stay. Was that a, a showman's, Aaron? You know, or, or just I wouldn't buds. be surprised yeah. after the fact to discover that that was the, it wasn't apparent on the show. Okay. All right. Uh, there you go. Uh, so, Jodon pulls off uh, a master stroke here, David, where that give him the fishy. He was able to <laughs> pool his money with Nessa to be able to prevent Sean from buying the pardon, which I guess then Louis would have gone home with one vote, right? Yeah, yeah, he would have been uh, he, he would have been idled out basically, mm-hmm. um, and instead you had uh, you had Sean. Yeah. Now I did uh, interview Sean yes. afterwards. Yes. And I <laughs> said to him, "Why did you accept the money from Jay if you weren't going to vote against Cheryl?" And he says it was all in the editing. Now we've never heard that before from okay. any from anybody on a reality on, show. I'm but, interested, but but he said that he and Jay had a pact early on that if they were on opposite teams, the winner would kick some money back to the loser. And so that was what we saw was Jay had gotten some money and he was just kicking it back to Sean. And also they had, you know, Jay was trying to convince him, but it wasn't a, I'll pay you and you do this. He says it was edited to look like he was paid for the vote, but in his words, that's a complete fallacy. I wouldn't take money to vote. Okay. All right. Sean is a man of high integrity. That's I like right. Sean. I thought he was good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. All right. Now, who's the new great. cook? Did they name one? I- um, as we will see, um, you know, Jupiter, who had always been there, is okay. going to take over. She's ready as, to take over. Cook. Yep. So she got a promotion out of the deal. Yeah. Congratulations <laughs> to Jupiter. 
<laughs> okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over a hundred casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. Eighteen plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking.、Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and、uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick, so I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Okay, so now here we are at the missing episode number six. Aaron has a twenty-minute recap or retelling of episode six. Which, if you want that in more detail,、uh, I highly suggest you go and check that out.、Mm-hmm. But how do you want to talk through this、uh, missing episode six? Yeah,、um, I you know this is an episode I wish we did have the footage for because it's. It's basically centering on people are growing frustrated with Asma's leadership with this triad, yeah, and the women really want to step up and take charge, yeah. Because as you point and, out,、yeah. that there's really now because of these rules, which is not really something that gets talked about a lot on the show to this point, where there needs to be like a somewhat even number of men and women on、mm. the team, and because there are the three guys in the triad. Who are in power on black? Then all of the other remaining guys are going to have to be on the red team, and so there's sort of like a loophole here where, whoa, hold on! If we vote out the rest of the guys, then the triad will eventually be competing against a boat full of women. Not to say women can't be as effective pirates as men, but the women that happen to be on this show. Are not really delivering in terms of competing against some of the men who are dominating the show. Yeah, I mean, you have one who injured her knee. You have one who can't swim very well.、Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so so yeah. If you if you can stack more of the women on the other side,、yeah. then the triad get, has a better chance of winning. Like the game is pretty physical, right? It's not、oh, necessarily、yeah. a fair fight. With all due respect to Lady Pirates, <laughs> I'm sure they could have found women who were the equals of these men. They just don't happen to be the, these women that are on the show. Right, right.、Um, it is interesting, Aaron, that you said、uh, you're, you're sorry that we didn't get to see this one because I was looking at the recap that my writer、uh, Betsy did. And at the end of it, she said this was kind of a boring episode.、Mm-hmm. I mean, even more so than usual. Maybe that's why they took it down. Like the,、yeah. Mark Burnett was like, "Take that one down." Yeah, maybe yeah, maybe she- they wrote about it more and more interesting <laughs>、yeah. than what it what it sounds like.、Um, mm-hmm. I mean, I will say, you know, this expedition. I mean,、um, Joy and Kendra are going to be on the black and the red crews, respectively, and so it's interesting to see the juxtaposition of of Jay. Trying to、uh, 
um, help Joy and then Joe Don on the other side trying to help um, Kendra. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, they really, really put Joy in like a prime position on the Black crew. Like, hey, lead us to victory. You got the compass. Tell us where to go. She wants to stop. She wants to have water. It's not working. So they just resume to business as usual. And the Black crew is going to take the day um, in this in this exposition expedition and, <laughs> and win, 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 that week so yeah, yeah. okay but, and asmith is gonna do a little change here from what he did before usually mm-hmm. he splits it evenly this time he splits it 60 40 so he and the officers can get more of the why goal. what why the shift He's the they're captain. trying to, yeah, they're, they're feeling themselves as a part of the triad mm-hmm. and Asmith is really falling into this role of, you know, he's a lot more lazy on this ship. Mm-hmm. We kind of see a lot more clips of him in this episode, if it existed. Yeah. Visually of him <laughs> kind of not really, uh, wanting it. He's going to take a nap, you know, mm-hmm. he's not going to get up. He's going to get up late and kind of do whatever. He's got the HOHI now. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Even Joe Don was complaining about the crew working while the officers didn't. And it's like, yeah. really? Really, Joe Don? Yeah. <laughs> Do you not remember a few days ago? Well, now he knows the show. Now yeah. he knows what's going on. Uh, Aaron, it seemed like in your description that the Joe Don and Nessa relationship uh, seemed like that they went to another level. They did. They mm-hmm. shared a kiss. Yes. And uh, we're, we're going to see more of that in, uh, in future episodes. In, episodes in future episodes. Here. Okay. Yes. Um, so who gets the black spot in episode six? Yes. So the black spot is going to be Jodan, mm-hmm. Kendra, and Joy. Okay. I'm glad you mentioned Kendra because I didn't even remember there was a Kendra <laughs> yeah, on the show. And I, so. <laughs> I, I met Kendra outside the show, so Kendra's like very like, okay. plopped in my, in my memory. Like I know who Kendra is. Yes, what's she like Kendra, outside the show, Iron? Um, I thought Kendra was really nice. I mm-hmm. really enjoyed Kendra. You know, we both um, share in a lack of being able to to swim well, so mm-hmm. I kind of connected with her uh, in the show. But yeah, no, she was very nice. Um, okay. And then, all right, who is the target here from the Azimuth side of things? They basically are um, thinking, you know, if Jodan is getting this part and stuff, let's not really um, mm-hmm. target him. So it's you, we need to get rid of these. Um, the women, you know, basically, if Jodan bids high on this part and gets it, Mm-hmm. You know, one of one of one of Joy or Kendra, who has kind of been dragging along these last few weeks, will go anyway. So it's not, um, it won't affect them too much. But they are very much on the train of get Jodan and Louis out, so that we can have more of an imbalance. Mm-hmm. Why not put Louis up here? It's exactly what I was going to ask. Yeah, yeah, they like Louis too much. You know, okay. I mean, they should be. You know, if they want to make sure they stay in control. They should have put Jodan, Louie, and a strong woman. Because by having three men, there is always a bigger chance that any one particular woman will end up on the other, on the red crew. So if you only leave weak women, mm-hmm. it is more likely that the weaker women will end up on the red crew. Mm-hmm. 
And so they, they don't seem to have quite reached that point yet in this episode because they put up two women who had problems and challenges. No, you should want to keep them because it's more likely to be on, on the red crew. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And basically between the two, Joy, throughout all of this, has had a lot of friends. A lot of friends. I mean, Joy has been very close with, with Jay and that yeah. and kind of the triad side of things. Whereas Kendra really didn't have those same connections. Kendra's really been more on the Louis side mm-hmm. of things. And so Louis and Kendra are basically trying to figure out how to get more votes. And Kendra approaches Nessa and, yeah. you know, tries to appeal to her to, to keep her. And th- that does end up um, saving the day in this, in this three to two vote here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Joy seemed awesome in the first couple of episodes. And then I feel like that we kind of lose her. Yeah, I, I really liked her. And I, I felt and maybe it was after she, she injured a big premiere, her, right? her knee and yeah. stuff where it kind of affected her a lot um, in future expeditions. But I, I loved Joy from the, from the jump. Yeah. All right. David, anything else you want to say about episode number six? Yeah, I mean... Well, I don't. I don't know that we got to uh, the the vote and everything. Yes, uh, but of course, it is uh, Joy who ends up uh, getting getting voted out. Well, you did mention that, so I, I did when I interviewed her. I said, "Did anybody? Did any of the women consider throwing the challenge, the expedition, so that Asmuth and company would be knocked out of power?" And she said that she thought about it only after she was black spotted, but. She wasn't quite thinking of it in games, game terms, because she said she figured that the new captain might have thought if she threw it and it was obvious that she threw it, the new captain might have said, oh, well, you're weak. So I'm going to put you up also. But I, I think what she was missing was the women needed to get together and talk about it ahead of time mm-hmm. and say, look, you know, don't don't try to throw this by yourself. Whoever is on Azimuth's crew throw mm-hmm. and you know if there's more than one of you throw it and that way we can get someone else into power and then whoever is on the red crew will have known that these people helped them out and you know joe don or louis could have even offered to chip in some some cash to to pay them so they weren't just losing out on treasure by doing this they they just weren't thinking strategically enough um, it was interesting because as I was watching, rewatching, I was thinking, why aren't they doing this? And then I went back and looked at, you know, some of the things I'd said at the time. And I was like, oh, I was thinking the same thing back then. Mm-hmm. Uh, but but they weren't. Yeah. OK. Um, how much did Joe Don have to buy the pardon for? Do you know, Aaron? Yeah, Joe Don bought it for twelve. thousand. Wow. OK. <sighs> All right. Uh, boy. Uh, but it's just him and Nessa trading uh, money mm-hmm. back and forth. Yeah, so basically Nessa is very happy that uh, she's not broke anymore mm-hmm. with her new $12,000. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, let's talk about episode number seven. And episode number seven got a kind of an extended uh, recap at the top. Yeah, um, yeah. really. <laughs> yeah. Very kind. <laughs> right. So, uh, that does help at the top of the show. I, I think that there was, a, like, was there a week off? Was there some was there some reason for that? I thought that uh, Sam in uh, chatting about this said uh, said that there was a, there was some reason why they do like sort of like a mid season sort of catch up. Maybe it was in a new time slot. 
They, yeah, because it moved to Tuesdays. They did move to uh, Tuesdays, of yeah. Big Brother, I believe. Mm-hmm. Or going after Big Brother or something related to that. Yeah. But by this point in the show, like I think that we are very firmly in this storyline of with all due respect to the women who other than Nessa, who is sort of like uh painted as Jodon's girlfriend, uh the storyline is it's Jodon and Louie versus the other three guys. That's mm-hmm. it. Like the yeah. you know the the women are sadly not really part of the story. Yeah, I mean if if you can even remember them. Mm-hmm. So let's get into episode number seven. Uh, Azmuth, he's got the triad. Uh, Joe Don is trying to work up to get the crew worked up against them. Uh, and I do I love Joe Don's arc where he started the show. He was the captain. He was the guy that everybody had. Was like talking about like who does this guy think he is? Joe Don, he's taking all the money. Look at him, he's eating all the food. We hate that guy, and now he's like the king in exile, trying to get everybody worked up to go and go after the triad. Yeah, and it's interesting um, to see some of the effects of just constantly losing and not really getting a lot of food that Jupiter's doling out here. Mm-hmm. Because, I mean, Louis commenting that he's losing weight and... Not enough gruel. Jodan's like, yeah, <laughs> Jodan's like, we're not getting enough gruel. Mm-hmm. And, I mean, the triad really is in a very strong position to, I guess, for some reason, I guess they have the power to force people to do tasks mm-hmm. on the ship and kind of delegate exactly what they're doing. So they're trying to give Jodan and Louis the most strenuous yes task. and and Asmith does have a very interesting accent here i don't know what he's he's going for at this point but uh <laughs> yeah <laughs> like uh go go uh hoist the sails so we can have some fun time later or something, yes. something like that <laughs> yes he says get this done so we can have some fun uh david this was some emergent gameplay here from uh Asmith of i'm gonna make joe don and louie do all the chores on the ship so they'll be tired when we have to go into the challenge. And I'm going to make them go scrub the barnacles off the side of the ship. Yeah. And, you know, I asked Jodan when I interviewed him, what would have happened if you had just told Asmuth to stick it? And he said he doesn't know. You know, he didn't fly again. His military pass came into play and the captain gave him an order. He went off and, and did what the captain said. Mm hmm. This is wild. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's like, the, I mean, you're the captain, you get to eat, you can make your competitors, like, do chores. Like, this isn't a show. This is like pledging a fraternity. <laughs> <laughs> you, you get yeah. to torture these people, and you're, and you're like, uh, living large. But it's kind of like on Survivor, where some people make other people get firewood. Yeah, uh, I guess so. I guess so. I mean, it's just like very weird. It, it was very weird, but you know, I uh, to make a, a, a maybe a future reference here. It's kind of reminiscent of of JC feeding the house guests all these uh, really fatty bad oh, yeah. food, so that they would not be able to compete mm. in the challenge. So this is kind of the opposite of that. Yes. Okay. Um, Inter- interesting. Yeah. So. Here's uh, from Big Brother 20, flash forward. I made like a 
pasta with hot dogs, ground beef, and everything I found around the house. This is like a beef sauce. Mm -hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Come on and get nice and fat, my sweet. <laughs> but this is like the opposite See, JC should have... He should have been the cook. They would have been living large on that ship. Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Break out the chest of Zanzibar. Time for the purser's uh, treasure. 5v5. All right. Finally, this is going to be the matchup. The people are even, and it's going to be Louie and Jodon, their big showdown against the triad. Okay. All right. So... Aaron, what can you tell us about the quest for the purser's prize? Yeah. Um, insert uh, Hamilton purser joke here. Mm -hmm. um, so <laughs> this one is wild because this, this kind of shows to be maybe the downside of every week. I mean, I know it's pirates and treasure hunting, but like um, the linear path, because it basically they were kind of running around the island and had to pull up this barrel that would have a clue and the clue told them to find an X and the black crew just jutted off to find this X. And when the red crew pulls up their barrel, Chris is like, Oh, isn't that the X over there? Mm -hmm. Oh, okay. I guess we'll just skip the rest and just run yeah, down there. There's and, a lot yeah. of like, well, Oh, the other team is already going that way. Let's just go follow them because yeah. it's, it's, <laughs> it's like, like they're, they're both looking for the same thing. So, yeah, David, it's not like a, it's almost like if this was a survivor obstacle course, it's like, oh, okay, well, the other team is, uh, let's just go to the mat because that's where the other team is uh, about to go. Right. I mean, you can just, you can be behind the entire time, have no clue what you're doing, just follow the other crew. And then when you see them digging, jump in and dig next to them. Or dig where they've already dug and mm -hmm. just dig deeper, as we saw. Uh, I mean, it literally, dig. it just comes down to, okay, you happen to dig in the right spot. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah, I, I almost wish um, to maybe make it more balanced if um, they had similar clues and paths, mm -hmm. but the treasure was actually hidden at different right. spots because then it, they there's not the benefit. They could be running around the island looking for something that you're not actually looking for. So, mm -hmm. yeah, I was thinking that that was going to happen in one of these where I was, you know, that, I don't know. I guess I kept getting fooled. I was like, oh, well, certainly this time they're not digging in the exact same location. Oh, yeah, they are. Um, you know, or even when they had to, I, I guess when they had to turn the dials, that was, uh, you know, slightly different. But otherwise, right. yes, it's always digging in the same location. Mm hmm. Okay, so let's get back to the ship after the black team has won. Jay, Jay's really always the MVP on these, I feel like, Aaron. Right? Yeah. I mean, um, Jay's found a few, Ben's found a few. Um, Asmuth was certainly a hero um, in some of the early weeks. So, yeah, um, the triad has, has equally been a big contributor to um, a lot of their, their wins and, and holding strong here. Hey, don't forget John in the first episode. And how was he rewarded? Oh, I, I will never forget John. <laughs> if John is out there, John, you are the greatest. Mm -hmm. uh, you're the greatest scientist David. slash exotic yes. dancer we've did ever had. Did you interview John? I did interview John. Yes. Uh, Do you have any highlights from your interview <laughs> with John, the scientist slash exotic dancer? Uh, he, he said a few things. Like he talked about where he was working at the time. And he said he, he worked 
for one of Richard Feynman's assistants. You know, at first I thought he was going to say he worked for Richard Feynman. I was like, whoa, uh, because uh, Feynman was known to, in addition to being a scientist, also uh, occasionally got naked and played the bongos. So he was linking himself to being a uh, a scientist, exotic dancer. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, he mostly I focused on, uh, well, the things that that were uh, memorable were some of the things he said about the game. But yes, he did say a, a lot of interesting things about himself that it was just, I'd love to know what he was doing now also. I, I mean, I, I would hope that he well, is. Well, we think you know, we want to know what he's doing now. I think we do. I think we want to know. Uh, yeah, what he's we doing definitely want to know. We, we, no, we might not. We might not. Hey, the the last time I was on a podcast with you, the, one of the people we were talking about reached out and contacted us and became one of the best talking with T-Birds. So mm-hmm. uh, I know there's no talking with T-Bird for Pirate talking Master. With John. But, yeah. yeah, but maybe John will reach out. Well, he'll, he will hear this and he will reach out and know Today's John. guest has been many different titles over the course of his life. He's a scientist. He's an exotic dancer. He has gone on to steal compasses and steal our hearts, too. Please welcome our guest, John. (laughs) I would listen to that. Yeah, absolutely. He did tell me that. What an intro. He, he did tell me that stealing the compasses was a mistake. I remember mistake. him uh, yeah. him telling me that that he hindsight's twenty twenty. Yeah, yeah. Even without a compass, <laughs> right? <laughs> okay. So, all right, let's go uh, back on the boat and uh, more uh, mo money, yeah. n- not mo problems not for mo problems. the triad. No. Uh, they are they are celebrating, and uh. There's some talk about the women trying to finally get together. Aaron, is it too late? Yeah, I mean they've they've been trying to get together and it just it just hasn't clicked. Um but I mean there there could be a chance for for a big mutiny here. Now we did have um Jupiter getting some more coins from them. Uh you know, she brought them snacks and um you know, they were able to give her some extra gold mm-hmm. and almost as much as they got. So I think, yeah, that's, that's sort of a caveat of having the mo money. If you use it in the right way, you can kind of influence important people to not vote against you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So, uh, let's see. Uh, Jay is uh, trying to get some extra money to Jupiter. David, what, what is uh, Jay trying to pull here? I just, I think, like Aaron said, just uh, have influence. You know, he he influences people in different ways. And I think we've seen that throughout the whole run of the season so far, um, that he just has different ways of controlling everyone. And now I don't remember who wins. I'm not sure I even watched it after it went off the air and onto CBS.com. It's new to you. But, yeah. But I mean, if Jay doesn't win. Yeah. You know, I will. I, I will be surprised. I okay. will watch the rest of these and follow. And don't spoil along. us. We're unspoiled. Um, no, that's what I mean. I yes. I, I don't remember. Aaron, just... Are we in the episodes yet that we're still airing? And see, is this the final yes. episode that airs on CBS? No. So episode eight is the final episode that airs, and there's a reason I broke up this episode and eight to start Ooh. next week because um, 
Well, I, I don't know if I should give the hint now. Okay. Or, or all right. Well, later, all right. We'll watch. Yeah. All right. So, okay. Next, <laughs> ne- next time out, we'll have episodes eight, nine, ten, eleven uh, for mm-hmm. Pirate Master Oof. Chapter Three. Okay. So let's uh, start to get some talk about the black spot. Uh, that's something that's uh, uh, on the minds of the triad. Also, uh, could Nessa and Jodan just keep the pardon going back and forth, back and forth? Now, this is the week that Jodan is vulnerable. Can't have the pardon back to back. Right. Yeah. And got the money. You know, I know they're tossing the pardon back and forth, but it's almost, it's almost disadvantageous because it always just seems that the person that has the pardon, it's not the week that they actually need it because whoever is in power is just going to put up the mm-hmm. other, per- you know, they've made it too uh, obvious. Or the person that's losing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, to me, it is too obvious, but at least it gets you another week. And in mm-hmm. that other week, in theory, in theory, you can, you know, uh, knock out the current captain and and get another one and change your whole game up. Um, in practice, that clearly hasn't happened. Mm-hmm. Right. Okay. All right. So the triad is talking. All right. What about Louis? He's a pawn. We'll put him up. That, that's mm-hmm. a good move. Uh, and then let's put up now, finally, they've sort of like, uh, arrived at like a uh, big brother five strategy of they're like, Oh, <laughs> what if we put Nessa and Jodan on the block? Then it doesn't even matter who has the pardon. And then Louis is the pawn. Everybody likes him. And so one of them will go home. It's great. It's a brilliant plan. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and let's not, uh, let's not forget Kendra's play here because I think Kendra did a very, uh, very good job at, at keeping herself off. This, well, uh, tell us, what did she do? Block here. So basically, you know, Kendra's feeling like I'm very nervous about bidding for this pardon. I know I was just up this last mm-hmm. episode, so I need to make sure I can stay no matter what. So she, she goes to Jay and says, you know, I'm a vote that could be kept around. You know, I know I'm you know, weaker than everybody else or not as good as everybody else at these challenges. But what I am good at is, you know, being a strategic vote for you. So whatever you want me to do, I'm honest, I'm loyal. Just tell me who to vote for. I will do it. You know, I can get out threats for you. Somebody strong from the other team. You know, I can get rid of Joe Don or Nessa for you. And they, they strike a deal where Kendra would be safe if Jay tells her what to do and, you know, where, where to vote. So. In that kind of a position, um, I feel like Kendra played uh, her cards well here. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. She'll stay off the block, David. Yeah. Actual strategy, you know, uh, from someone other than Jay. <laughs> yeah. You know, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> okay. So then uh, we have our summonses handed out. Um, maybe what? Maybe a mutiny. We could get our first mutiny, Aaron. <laughs> I was very excited about this live. When I was watching it, I was like, oh, but I mean, the caveat for mutinies is that you always need everybody to do it. And so there's always going to be somebody influenced by the captain. I feel like it would take a very, very strange set of events for all of a sudden everybody to be motivated to just upheave the captain out of there. Mm -hmm. Yeah, And not not just everybody. So this is one thing I talked to John about. And he said the rules at Pirate Court are is if everybody votes for it. So there's a unanimous vote. A mutiny is declared. But then the officers get a chance to vote. If the officers both vote for mutiny, the captain goes. 
if the officers do not unanimously vote, then the captain has sole choice over who goes. And so voting for mutiny puts someone in danger if they might not be. It's kind of like if there's a tie in Survivor and you go to the rock truck, you know, well, hold on a second. I was just safe, but now I'm very motivated to change my vote here. You're very motivated to not mutiny against the captain if you're safe. Mm-hmm. But the other thing is the officers have to agree. What situation would you have where both officers who are getting well-fed and well-paid by the captain are going to turn on him. I don't see it happening. I, I just think this aspect of the game was not well thought out by producers. No. And I feel like, I feel like it should have been a mutiny against the administration. Mm-hmm. Maybe not right. just the, the captain. Maybe where like, if it, if they all decide to mutiny, maybe that it flops and Maybe the captain and the officers are the one that are on the chopping block and mm-hmm. then everybody else votes for that. Then I could kind of see um, a mutiny come into play. But if you need literally everybody on the ship to just mutiny against the captain, it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's also just not very realistic for pirates because they didn't all wait until every single one of them. You know, they were obviously, you know, you see it in all mm-hmm. the pirate movies. There's always a few people who stand with the captain. Mm-hmm. And like you said, let you know, go against the uh, go against those people too. Yeah, um, no scenario where like, why would the officers ever? Unless it was right. like, and maybe we get to a point where it's like, hey, we have the numbers. If you uh, that uh, one of us is gonna, we're gonna mutiny. One of us is going to be in charge next, and then you two are both gonna get black spots if you don't vote with us right now. Or that yeah, there could have been that scenario where the women got together and say. Hey, if you don't mutiny with us, we will throw this next challenge and force you off anyway. You know, mm-hmm. but even yeah, still, it's, it's like, well, actually, we're just gonna not go with it and just uh, send home one of the people that we put the black spot on. Yeah, you know. So yeah, I, I think that pro- maybe with a season two, they might have been able to tweak some of these rules, but right. uh, did right. not did not come to pass. Okay, all right. So no mutiny. Uh, we're getting a, a little bit of the, uh, the schmoopy time with uh, Nessa and Joe Don, Aaron. The Robin yeah, Amber was, of Pirate Master. Yeah, uh, for a topical thing at the time, because this was uh, spring of 2007, fall of 2006, we had Adam and Candace uh, oh. doing the same thing. Yes. <laughs> Candace uh, was eliminated. So I, it was, yes, weird. We'll that was to, one we'll of my first thoughts at the time. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. Um, so we had that going on, and then we also had uh, the relationship between Louis is teaching Laurel. Do I have that right? L- Louis is teaching Laurel how to steer the ship. Yes, I believe so. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, he, he was teaching one of them how to steer the ship. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> yeah. yeah, there you go. All right, so all right, L- uh, getting closer to uh, pirate court. Uh, Jay is telling Kendra, "You got to vote for Jodon." That's that's what uh, that's what you need to do. But Kendra is conflicted because Jodon is the best chance to take down the triad. What do I do? I Decision mean, you, time. Yeah, if you say that you're going to uh, stand by Jay, you got to stand by Jay. You can't uh, you can't waver. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. So let's go ahead and get to Pirate Court. <laughs> All right. Uh, all right, so the, so we get some explanations from Azmith about why, why, why these three people. 
Uh, Nessa, she had some dissatisfaction with Azimuth. That's why she's got to go. Louis, he's a pawn. He doesn't quite say it, but there were, you said, so like, the, the, the Cameron uh, Dado is like, you're willing to risk him? Like, mm, yeah, I think so. I, think so. <laughs> I, I put him up, you know, basically. Uh, Jodon, he's a threat. Must get rid of Jodon. All right. Defend yourself. You want to go through any highlights from Defend Yourself, Aaron? Ooh. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> I mean, just Louis, Louis says he's the father. Yeah. Yes. You know? Yeah. I, 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 <laughs> and he'll take the test. Yeah. He'll take the test. Yeah. And, uh, and then, you know, as I started the uh, podcast, uh, if Louis is the father, I'm, I'm the warrior. Yeah. Which to me was a metaphor that just kind of went sideways. Yeah. You know, I, 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 I tried to transcribe a lot of this. He's, uh, <laughs> Jodan says, uh, I'll skip the formalities. Nessa's holding the pardon. All right, you can't vote for her. If Louis is the father, I'm the warrior. I'm not afraid to speak up. The father can't keep you safe. He can only do so much. Hey, uh, Kendra, I have a fond memory of you and I in the ocean. And I took your hand. You, you, you need me to save you. You got to keep me. Okay? Now, Jordan is very good at pirate court. I love I love each and every one of Jodan's pirate court speeches, even all the way back to episode one with the "We don't need your compasses, we don't need you." You know, <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's good. He's very really good in these spots. Yeah, like, I didn't I mean, like Jodan in the beginning of the show, yeah. and I love him now. He's my favorite character. Jodan, JD, hey, you know, yeah. Jodan is, is really. I, I mean, these seven episodes have been a really good arc for 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 him. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's so good. Till, till right about now. He's so yeah. good. He has so much <laughs> he has so much gravitas. Yes. <laughs> well, because he was taking everything so seriously. You know, he thought he was back in the military. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. It was wonderful. All right. So then they're talking about uh could can they afford to lose Joe Don? That's gonna that's gonna be the question. Ultimately, uh Nessa is gonna get the pardon. Five thousand dollars, but she didn't need it. No ballots for the mutiny. I'm like, we're going to lose either Louie or Jodan here? I couldn't believe it. Yeah. I'm surprised that Nessa spent money here. Yeah. She didn't spend that much. Yeah. I guess my thought would be, like, if I'm going to be vulnerable next week, if I buy it, I mean, maybe mm-hmm. she thought on the off chance she could go. So, mm-hmm. so we're going to see. Uh, is it going to be the, the father or the warrior? What do you think, David? Well, I I thought the whole time. It's like a Game of Thrones it, wedding. Yeah, well, I thought the whole time and it turned out to be true. You know, it, in the end, it is still a, a social social game. And Louis was just friends with everyone. So even though Louis wasn't as good as uh, Jodan in the uh, challenges, they, they had to let go of the warrior so they could keep the father. Mm, okay. And then we get Joe Don and Nessa will have a kiss uh, that much like we talked about with Mike Bloom and Frail Mary earlier this week of a kiss is nice, but if she really cared about him, she would have given him the pardon. (laughs) I don't know if you could do it. And that was a really, it struck me as I was watching it that that went on longer than I expected it to. Oh, on the show. 
Yeah, I was looking at this. I was like, wow, they really had this camera panned in on that on that kiss for a solid yeah, seven heavy. plus seconds. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I did I did ask Jodan uh, after in the interview, I said, What's the status of your relationship with Nessa? And he said, The status is a closely guarded secret. Oh. So <laughs> Um, okay. I, I I did not uh, have time to look. Are up they married and see. now, David? Do you I, know? I I I didn't have a chance to. You know, okay. Jodan, reach out. You like like John. You know, reach out and let us know. Or Nessa, I'd love. Or Nessa. Love yeah. yeah. Yes. Okay. So there we go. That's Pirate Master episodes uh four, five, six, seven. How about that? Yeah. Okay. Uh, you want to do a couple of quick questions from the listeners of uh, Robin's podcast? Uh, we have been posting a question thread in our Facebook group for anybody who's been uh, watching along with us to talk about everything that's going on here on Pirate Master. And let's go to, of course, Aaron's close collaborator, Nick Fishman, yeah. who is the, <laughs> is he the J to your Asmith, would you say? You, Nick Fishman, and, and Jordan Kalish, that's like the triad, right? The, the new triad. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Mm-hmm. We, we formed around it. Pirate Master and, and never never let go ever since. Yes, okay. <laughs> Nick wants to know, uh, do you think something like the Royal Pardon would work with the Fire Tokens? Uh, I have to say I had the same sort of thought about, okay, we have the Fire Tokens. Could there be like a hidden immunity idol that gets bought every round where now... Okay, do I go all in with my fire tokens to buy the hidden immunity idol when I need it? Ooh, I, I do like um, a caveat of maybe um, going all in on an, on an idol if you need it. And then that's it. I mean, you don't have any fire tokens after that. So maybe your fire tokens are, are released into the, the survivor economy. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, I was I was thinking about that too as I was watching. I'm like, well, this is what Jeff Probst wants fire tokens to be, except they're playing with real money here. <laughs> and you know, I think you guys mentioned it last week that fire tokens. The problem was you only get like one or two, whereas here you have literally thousands of dollars to play with, which gives you more flexibility. You know, do I want to bid twelve thousand or five thousand? Mm-hmm. Where with fire tokens, mm-hmm. it's like, do I want to give one or two? And so I, I do think that if, um, you know, there was fire tokens were in a larger amount, I think it was, didn't Liana think on the B and B that they, you know, when they were doing their predictions, didn't she think that fire tokens were going to be in the thousands or something like that? <laughs> um, in, in any case, be. yeah, I, I think if they, if they, now the problem would be, you know, how are you going to carry around a big sack of uh, <laughs> fire tokens? But, um, <laughs> but, uh, it, it is interesting that, it, you know, this was sort of fire tokens before Jeff Probst had the idea there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's very interesting. Uh, we will get the chance to talk with Liana on our next Pirate Master outing. And so uh, we will find out if she thought there would be thousands of fire tokens uh, in Survivors Season 40 uh, winners at war. Uh, Liana will join Aaron and myself as uh, we talk about Pirate Master episodes 8, 9, 10, and 11. None of them are missing, right, Aaron? They're all there. Okay. Get ready. <laughs> All right. So we're very excited about that. Uh, David, what else has been going on for you? What else has been going on for me? Well, um, 
it more more uh, what's going to be going on uh, uh, starting next week. Jessica and I will return for uh, not why blank lost, but why blank won. Uh, in this case, of course, uh, next week for you, you will be going over Nicaragua and we will be talking about why Fabio won or maybe more appropriately, how the heck did Fabio win? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Perfect. Perfect. So, so uh, that, I think that that's going to be a fun companion. Yeah. And uh, we won't be doing it every week. Yeah. Um, so we will, we're going to pick and choose, I think, the ones where it's the most, how the heck did that happen? Mm-hmm. Or good examples of, okay, this person did a lot of stuff. Uh, you know, we're not going to go for the middle of the road. We're, we're going to hit it one way or the other. So it'll be every, probably, you know, depending on how things shake out. Yeah. Uh, it'll be every few weeks, probably. Yeah. And we're doing a similar thing with, uh, T-Bird, where sometimes, like, if T-Bird, if there's a T-Bird interview that coincides with the season, I think that that's a fun way to, as we're going back through all of these different seasons. So that'll be fun. Mm-hmm. Okay. All right. Uh, good to get some more uh, YX1 back in the mix. As uh, David, on the day we're recording this, uh, we hear that Survivor is starting to, starting to crank up the machine again. That's right. That's right. That's why we got to get back and practice, mm-hmm. you know, just so we can be ready uh, to, to talk about it when, when, uh, when, hopefully in the fall. I mean, presumably in the fall. And then, of course, there's seasons of, of, uh, survivor africa survivor australia Mm -hmm. Uh, all of these are all revving up or have revved up already okay all right aaron this was so fun to go back through more pirate master thank you again to for your duty to the pirate master community (laughs) to create episode six for all uh the eternity yeah i mean i'm i'm i love pirate master so much and and i really Mm. do hope um Maybe, you know, it could pop up on Paramount Plus when that happens. Oh, so I'm, I'm that, yeah, we didn't see for... anybody. We didn't see like <laughs> Joe Don and Louie hiking up uh, Paramount Mountain. You know, I hope they would go the route of, you know, having all of the CBS shows up on, on, up on Paramount Plus. So that's what I'm kind of looking forward to finding some yeah. lost gems. We didn't there. see like uh, Jonathan from Kid Nation putting the gold stars around the Paramount Mountain. These stars are worth their weight in gold. Yes. Okay. Um, Aaron, what are you up to these days? I am finishing school. Yes. And working jobs. <laughs> um, and switching. I, I'm, I'm looking to switch to becoming um, a full stack developer or getting into web development. So, wow. Um, yeah. Okay. All right. That's yeah, going to like change a, things. I thought you meant a stack of gold coins. You were going to develop a. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm going to get a full stack of gold coins and there just uh, take all the loot with my mm-hmm. own triad. <laughs> so, Eric, uh, where can people follow you? Uh, people can follow me on Twitter at a Robertson nine four or on Instagram at the Orange Double A. I okay. maybe post things sometimes. All right. <laughs> well, we will be back with more pirate master and uh look for us uh we've been do- dropping these on fridays so uh myself and aaron and liana boris from science she'll be joining us to talk about our third chapter of pirate master and then soon we'll tell you uh what we have in store for march on the rhap 
Rewind. It's been a lot of fun so far. So enjoy the next installments of Pirate Master, and we'll talk to you again soon. Take care, everybody. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.